My guest right now is distracted sending uh, messages to uh, his cousin Prince. But uh, we got a great episode for you guys today. Welcome to Artists Arguing. I'm Eden XO. I'm hanging out with the homie Austin Brown, singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, dancer, producer. Shit, there's nothing this guy doesn't oh, do. Oh, Lady killer. He's worked with people like Pharrell and performed with artists like Kendrick Lamar, Sierra. He even opened up for Alice Cooper and Billy Idol and Slash. I mean, how diverse can you get? Um, he's got a new album coming out. He's playing a bunch of shows around town, and he's a member of the Jackson family. No big deal. Welcome to Artists Arguing, Austin Brown. Woo! Thank you, thank you, thank you very much, thank you very much. Now, hey, right what's away, up? what's up, Eden? <laughs> what up? What up, Austin? You now doing? you know I love you. Yes, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. It's by 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 the way, what she didn't mention is that um, producing music, my buddy Brian London for her next project. Oh, we're gonna too. get right into that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys. Some Austin. Good stuff. Yeah, well, some of the Eden fans, you already know the title Finger because I've been talking about the Goldfinger project. Well, Austin and London uh produced Finger and co-wrote Finger with me, and it's a banger. And we're going to we're going to have it out really soon, so that's exciting. But listen, don't try to sweet talk me. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got a, I got a bone to pick with you. Uh-oh. uh-oh. So I'm sitting at home. I'm scrolling through Instagram, mm-hmm. and everybody's posting about the same thing. Do you want to know what that was? What was that? It was your show recently, <laughs> like last week, at Hotel Cafe. I saw Julie Pilot posting about it. I, I saw so many people posting about it. But you know what? You didn't, And by the way, I, I don't want to say where I live, but I'm not far from Hotel Cafe. And you didn't even fucking let your friend know that you okay. were doing that. In my defense, when, no. we, when we had no. our call, Christian no. was on the phone. No. I did tell you about it. No, no, you did not. I so did. Christian? I so said, I'm getting Christian. ready for you. Christian, you were like, <laughs> oh, remember, y'all are wrong. I don't remember a lot. See, Christian's wrong. on my side. Christian is Austin's manager, oh, homie. Christian, Christian's just like the best dude ever. Most oh, connected player from player from Jersey. Christian, tell me, tell me, tell me what really happened on that call. I plead the fifth. Exactly. It, it, it was your own. Your own best friend doesn't it, back you it, up right it, now. It, okay. Okay. I. You know what? <laughs> I should have just. You know what? Called. I was so nervous about that show because it's LA. Why? Because you know you. I haven't played home LA in about three years. Okay. And um, this was an acoustic show too, so I didn't have the full band and dancing and all okay, that. Okay. Uh, so. Whatever. I saw you in Jersey acoustic. You killed it. Thank you. But this. LA is weird because it's family, it's friends, it's way more nerve wracking. So like, yes, my my bad for sure on that. Because and your I show was a scene, by the way. Like people couldn't get in. Yeah, we sold it out. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was so rude. I should have been on your guest list. <laughs> you you would have. Okay, I I I will say it here right? now. I. I apologize to Eden. She she will be at every show from now on that she wants to come to because this one's busy herself. All right. All right. I forgive you. And shout out to Ryan, my bro. <laughs> he gets a shout out on every episode. It's so funny. <laughs> Yo, Ryan's Everybody dope. loves Ryan. Ryan's dope as fuck. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. Yeah. So you've been busy. You've been playing shows. I mean, how was Paris? That was, oh my you, God. you have like a huge, well, wait a minute. You Okay. Tell me about Paris and then I want to give everybody a little bit of background on, on how you got started. But first, yeah, let's get into Paris. How was that? Because that looked amazing on Paris, social media. Doing doing the shows in, in Paris was absolutely amazing because uh, the European fans they care so much more. You you know I'm not gonna say they 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 care more because.
because everyone has their own special care for music. But since they don't get a lot of American artists that come there on the regular, like we get here in the States, because most artists are from the States, Mm -hmm. they get extra excited. So so they definitely make it a point to come out and to really show love and show respect. And they're just kind. It was was amazing. And I got to do some awesome shows for the people out there, and they were very receptive. So... The Shout French out love to you. My French fans, I love you guys so much. Shout out to the French fans. Oh yes. Um, did your European fan base start because of your first project? I think I remember you had a French title song, wasn't it? Uh, Menage, a Trois. Menage a Trois. Yeah. That, Is yeah. that what kind of set it off for, for France? Well, Highway 85, that last project that I put out mm-hmm. with uh, the Menage a Trois song, that kind of helped start it off, right. you know, over there. And uh, it just kind of like snowballed into just people wanting to hear more. And and like I said, they really come out for mm-hmm. the shows. There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's nothing they don't do. So That's amazing. So let's get into a little background on you, Austin. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, first of all, it's, you know, the Grammys tomorrow. Yes. Oh, Sunday. Oh, yeah. What day is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Friday. Well, this is, this is going to come Friday. out on Monday. <laughs> and you guys are going to be really confused because it's Monday when you're hearing this. Um, so this is kind of cool because we can play a little, like, we can make some Grammy predictions and see if we're right by the time this episode airs. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting. I like that. Yeah. Let's, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's for sure do that. But let's get into the background. Um, tell me, tell the fans, because I know, but tell the fans listening how you got started and, you know, just, I mean, music's in your blood, literally, but like, how did you, how'd you get started? Like, what's your version of it? If someone's like, yo, how'd you get, how'd you become a, an artist? Like, what do you say? Um, well, my first thing was that I, I enjoyed uh, producing music. Like, that's what I wanted to do first more than anything was produce for other artists and other people. So I started learning how to program very young. My brother-in-law it was a producer, writer, and musical director, and he showed me how to sequence and and uh, put tracks together on the MPC at like 13. Wow. So, so that's kind of when that whole bug started for me. And uh, that, you know, kind of pushed me into being able to collaborate with a lot of uh, producers at that time period and hang with them and learn from them. And uh, and uh, just I kept on doing it. And the more and more I did for whether I was working with other artists or for myself, the more I wanted to uh, sing the songs myself and figure out my own message. So it kind of all fell into place. And I like performing too. So that was always my main goal was to be performing on stage and kind of having that energy and pushing it out to people. And you're one of those rare artists who, like you really, I mean, I I wasn't just like blowing smoke up your butt on the intro. It's like you really do it all. So like you... I mean, it's one thing to write your songs, but you you produce your own songs, which there's not a lot of people who can say they do that. I mean, Prince, the late, the late. The greatest to ever do it. Yeah. uh, George Michael and, uh, you know. Did George Michael produce his stuff? Mm -hmm. George Michael produced his stuff. I didn't know that. Actually, here's a Grammy. uh, Here's a Grammy fun fun fact. Uh, George Michael, I'm not sure if it was 88 or 89, but he won album of the year at the Grammys for his Faith album, which he produced. And he wasn't even there to actually pick up the award, <laughs> which is pretty funny. But yeah, dude, that's such a flex move. I know, I know. You win, like, you win album of the year, and you don't even show up. And then they're like, "We're accepting this on behalf of George Michael." Yeah, who and it was Quincy Jones who presented him with the award. Wow, yeah, so. you know he was kicking himself. Oh, yeah. Like, why wasn't I there? Mm. That's like a moment. Yeah, I well, I don't know if that had anything to do with his later years of whether he was going to fight with Sony in the future because he definitely like that's what he went through a lot. I just heard. About about this fight. Now, I heard one version, and I'm, I'm going to tell it, 
And yeah. then I want to you tell me because you know because you're 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 in that whole mix. I think I know some of it because I'm a, just a fan of George Michael, and I just was really curious on. Okay, this is what I heard. Literally, mm. I heard this the other day actually, because mm. obviously he's on everybody's minds with him passing recently and mm-hmm. everything like that. Um, I heard that what happened was he he had a co- his cover ready for his new album, mm-hmm. and it was a bit sexually suggestive, and he was going to be coming out as gay. And Tommy Mottola apparently said, the album's great, but there's no fucking way you're putting that cover out. And George Michael said, fuck you. Yes, I am. This is the cover. And Tommy Mottola said, no. And they went back and forth like this a bunch. And then eventually Tommy conceded and said like, all right, and told him that that's what it was going to be. But this is back in the day when the record labels like literally controlled your life. And next thing you know, the album comes out, he switches the cover. So wow. George Michael sued Sony over that. Like, I don't know what the terms were like mm-hmm. exactly, but he sued Tommy Mottola, sued Columbia Records, sued them because they mm-hmm. fucked with his artistic integrity. And then he said, fuck you guys, I'm not making another record. And he didn't. And then he didn't. And then to get out of, and then to get out of his deal or whatever, they were like, "Okay, well then, fuck you. We own the rights to all your other music. We'll do greatest hits." And they put that out. Oh my! And he had no input on what it looked like. Nothing. Yeah, I heard this just the other day. So what did you hear? I heard that he had an internal struggle with the label. Uh, He was upset on how they pushed his sexualized image of him being the heartthrob ladies man which he was you know you can't back away from that but he also had another life which obviously he came out with in in the in the future mm-hmm. and it was a constant struggle with his creative control and that artistic integrity right. so that's, that's the why in the story. freedom video he started blowing up the boom box burning up his jacket I right mean, i mean and and, I, and i'm sure it's way deeper than what we're even saying because i'm sub- because also to artists back then they they weren't getting the compensation that they felt they deserved due to what the label was making off of them. Especially when you're an artist like George Michael or Prince or Michael when they're writing and producing and putting out their records and they're kind of bringing the whole package. They were really getting short-sighted, they felt, with what was being made. And this was the time period in the music business where when you were an artist, you sold records. Yeah. You know, if you were a pop star, 10 million records was, that was good. It wasn't like... Like 10 million records now, someone's about to jump off of a mountain and start flying. <laughs> you know, but 10 million records back then, that was a good album. 15, 20 million, you're a pop star, superstar. Right. right. And George Michael's Faith album sold like 20 million or wow. something. Wow. Back, back then. So. How ma- do you happen to know the stats on how many records your uncle sold total? For Thriller or just in general? In general. I think, and I heard last. Thing I heard about his record sales, I, I think he's up there with like combined with the Jackson Five and all that, like seven hundred million or something. Oh my god! I think, I think, I think. I, I don't that know. That is insane. It's a lot. It's the a, most, it's a, right? More it, than than Beatles. More than I don't know. I I don't know because I think the be. Beatles are a billion. No records sold. You could Google that. Anybody who's listening, we'll get I, Tom on it. I, Tom's our fact I really checker. Have no, <laughs> I, I really have no idea. I think when you put all their record sales together in the entire family, maybe it's more than that. Dude, that's crazy. You know, but I mean, hey, 
it's as much as it's about sales it just means that that many people were touched by those amazing songs that were heartfelt so. well people are still are still touched by it this day mm-hmm. like listen i'm gonna say what's on my mind because i can and this is my platform <laughs> you can say whatever the fuck you want my my frustrations with uh what I what I hear in music right right now is that I just there's so much diversity that that doesn't that's out there in music that doesn't really make it to top forty radio right and I just wish that I could hear a more dynamic and range of people who are making great art that the world could use right now but because they're not in a system right that can support that they're not being able to be heard the way they should be and do you think that that's going to change uh, do you feel like when you people know, say oh radio's radio traditional radio is on its way out do you do you believe that I don't believe that, and I do believe that. It's both because I feel that, you know, streaming has definitely changed our business tremendously because it allows you to have all access at your fingertips, which is great. Yeah. You know, so anything that you hear and you wanna and you wanna do or you wanna say, it's right here. Like I could just type it in on on my phone. But then you have that other aspect of driving in your car, and nothing's better than just driving on your car, putting on a station, and cruising, and then discovering a song. Mm-hmm. So I think there's two aspects of how we live our lives to where traditional radio is not ready to leave yet because we're still using it in ways that we don't necessarily realize we're using it and that's mm-hmm. when you have a product mm-hmm. is when you're using it and don't even realize you're using it mm-hmm. and then um, then you have these new ways that are that are great I do think internet radio is amazing you know what they're doing with Apple Music and having something out there and uh, yeah that's 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 what it's about totally totally yeah. let's take a quick second to um, shout out your socials Austin so people can follow you because I know that everybody who just heard that recognizes the fire there you go. Uh, <laughs> my socials are very difficult, so you're going to have to listen in at A-U-S-T-I-N-B-R-O-W-N at Austin Brown. That's it for all of them. You're so stupid. <laughs> That's such a flex move to have the same. I'm so embarrassed that I don't have the same. But I, I love that I'm just at Eden on Instagram, <laughs> so I refuse to add the XO there because... Yo, Eden you know? is real. That's no, name. Eden is me. Yeah. yeah. And then, but on Twitter, I had to add the XO, so, you know, you know, whatever, yeah, whatever. You, you know we hustling, son. Yeah, all you right. Know, you know what I'm saying? Synergy will come. It, it will uh, come all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so it's about to be the Grammys. Yes. Uh, obviously, um, I want to take it back because, you know, you've been in music your whole life. I'm wondering if you have any... Um, what's your favorite uh, Grammy memory? It could be either a party or watching it in person or attending the Grammys. I don't know if you've been there before or what, but um, let us know. Years ago, my brother-in-law, Rex Salas, was uh, musical directing uh, TLC. And it was when they had just came back for their night. I think this was the 1999 or 2000 Grammys. And... Uh, they had just been nominated for No Scrubs, and oh I think gosh, I think I'm song. pretty. By the way, side note: doesn't No Scrubs and the Ed Sheeran doesn't the Ed Sheeran song sound like No Scrubs? Has anyone thought of that yet? Play it later. Marinate on that. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I go with him to Grammy rehearsals, and uh, wow, and uh, I. Just, Walking backstage, I see TLC, I saw uh, Lenny Kravitz and Aerosmith, and then right in front, as she was rehearsing, and this was something that I saw, I must have been like, I think I was like 11 or 12 years old, 
Britney Spears just came out her first year doing the Grammys and there she was uh, rehearsing for her shit like as far as from you and I and this was like from that time period when she was really really starting to break off and yeah. you just saw her energy and how excited she was and vibrant and all that and wow and I got to see that because I I remember how she was you know and excited and you know, she was an artist that was ready, you mm-hmm. know, just doing and just ready to get out there. And, and you had a crush on her, I'm sure. Oh, my God. Who didn't? <laughs> I had a crush on her. <laughs> Come on now. Everyone had a crush on Britney. Shit. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, that that was a cool. That's something that I remember. Um, another memory is uh, watching. Uh, I got to. I remember watching Lauren Hill win all those awards. Wow. That one year. Um, I mean, Like I was, in person or on the no, TV? No, no, no. I was watching with everyone else on TV okay. when she won uh, Alma of the Year at the Miss Education. You know, I always re- remember those 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 artists who you didn't expect to come this far left, and they did it like when Outkast did it with The Love Below and Speaker Box. I think that was in 2003 or 2004. Such a good time. For, yeah, for, for music Such in general. Such a great time for, yeah. uh, for music and uh, just for expression and just for creativity. Definitely. Um, well, speaking of performances, Gaga murdered the Super Bowl. She was amazing. She was incredible. I liked it because she was her own self. Absolutely. She did From the not point copy of anybody. Climbing down like a spider. Yeah. Like everything was calculated yeah. and it was so Gaga and it was mm-hmm. so intentional and it was so. Amazing. I think uh, definitely made her fans happy. It made me want to go see her live on the road. It made me want to go see her live too. And yeah. she, I mean, I already, I already loved her, but that performance to me yeah. was honestly, I mean, one of the best of all time. I, I agree. I, I, for me, it's top five for sure. Absolutely. I know my top fives, but so what are they? My top five Super Bowl performances. Uh, don't mix. I'm not gonna mix up the orders, but because I don't know the order then. But it's definitely now Gaga. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prince, mm-hmm. uh, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I got to put Bruno's in there. He did a hell. Bruno of, was great. He did a hell of a that. show mm-hmm. uh, for that one. And uh, what I there's n- one more that I would put in after that. I'm trying to remember when you two did it in 2001. I think it was right after 9/11, and Bono opened his jacket up, and you could see the American flag. That was a powerful moment. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't a powerful moment when your aunt flashed her titty. <laughs> I, I was actually there. No way. I, I was there for that. I was there for that one. Mm-hmm. That was so dope. You know what, though? I that have, was so boss. That was I, bad, bitch. Like, anybody who tried to make that something that it wasn't is so stupid now. Like, looking back, that you know was I'm innovative. Gonna, I'm going to put that performance in there for sure. Hell I, yeah. I, I totally forgotten about that because it wasn't meant to happen like <laughs> a, like. like oh, that. come on. No. Don't even try. No, I'm dead serious. <laughs> oh, really? I'm dead serious. Okay. That well, was, she was like. Really, I don't want to waste time arguing about that. Yeah, I don't believe she you. She was not. No, 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 for, no. For real. She was, she, was, she was pretty distraught about that. Really? Yeah, that oh, was not meant to happen. Oh, I wish that happened to me. Yeah. I really think it's disgraceful that people would give her shit for that or shame her for that. Because it's like, free the titty, man. I'm with that. You know what I mean? What the fuck? Free the titty? (laughs) You know what? I'll say this. Christian's Christian's with me. He's nodding. I'll say this. Because, you know, Eden's a real friend of mine, so only she can get away with saying your aunt flashing her titty. Because (laughs) anyone else, I would chew their ass out for that shit. Oh, my God, really? But Eden gets away with it. Are you upset? No, 
Oh, okay. Not at all. It's you. It's you. So you no, I'm a super fan of you, Janet. You, you can say that to me because you're my friend. Okay. Yeah. yeah we're like family. Yeah. So. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. Dude. All right. No, well, but uh, but we, no, but you know, uh, from that time period because it's always brought up, and I've actually never talked about it ever. So oh. you're getting a pretty serious exclusive. Dude, everyone right on my show says that because this yeah. is the whole thing about my show is that it's fr- it's friend to friend, artist to artist. Yeah. So we, it's not that traditional like welcome to 107 <laughs> fucking. <laughs> So, Austin, tell me about blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and then you don't want to answer. Like it's a real conversation. Well, let's get into let's get into some um, let's get into some rapid questions that I have for you, and then we're gonna get yes. into some fan questions. So, just first thing that comes to mind, just try to answer as quickly as possible. Okay. All right. What is on your feet right now? Heavy ass boots. What brings you the greatest satisfaction? Sex. What is on your bookshelf? The Alchemist. What makes you laugh? Your friend Eden. <laughs> My friend Eden. Uh, What can you not miss on TV? I don't watch TV. What makes you mad? Not getting my way. What song instantly puts you in a good mood? Jive Talk by the Bee Gees. Do you have a secret talent or party trick? Uh, I can sing and play an instrument. Other than that, do you have like a weird thing? Like, can you tie a cherry stem in a knot with your tongue or like do something flossy like that? No, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not that good. (laughs) Okay. Um, what What is the one thing you wish you knew when you were younger? Oh, my God. The one thing I I can only do one. One sentence. Rapid fire. Oh, gosh. That you're going to keep learning. Amazing. Okay. Last mistakes that uh, that it's okay to make mistakes, but try not to make fucking bad, bad ones. (laughs) (laughs) Last question. Uh Of the seven deadly sins, which are you guilty of? Sex. Is that one? No, I'm playing. (laughs) (laughs) It might be. Uh, Okay, you ready? Yeah. Seven deadly sins, which one are you guilty of? Gluttony, lust. Oh, there you go. Greed. Pride, sorrow, wrath, vanity, or sloth? Ooh, what's sloth mean? I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like the worst sloth one to is me. Deep. Oh, huh? laziness. Oh, no, no. Uh, pride. 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 Yeah, for sure. Yay! Thank you for playing Artists Arguing Rapid yeah. Fire Questions. All right, Pe- we're take people listening break. in are being like, God, he's a sick, twisted fuck. No, <laughs> I think you sound so intriguing and interesting. But that's just because you Eden. I'm already obsessed with you. Oh. I personally, my favorite song in Song of the Year, uh, I think Mike Posner should, should win. I took a pill in Ibiza. Okay. Because the reason why. I agree with you. The reason why is because, you know, that whole album is acoustic. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote very, very bare, and he just wrote poetry on that album. And then it turned into something after that. But it, that shows it's a great song because the song was there. Yeah. And then they were able to make a remix off of that that really touched people around the world. But his lyrics, what he's talking about, how it's a real story, his insecurities. If if that song doesn't win song of the year, I don't I mean, I don't even know who he's up against, but but that song was was amazingly written. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Um you know, when I first heard it, obviously I heard the remix first because mm-hmm. that's kind of what helped blow it up. Um and I was kind of like it's weird. It's one of those songs where it's a magic trick in a way because you mm-hmm. hear the lyric like, it's a capilla and a visa and you're kind of like, oh God, what is this? And then you analyze the lyric and you're like, oh wow, he's being, he's being, he's being really so raw. He's so vulnerable. He's being so vulnerable. He says, yeah. He said, I took a pill and a visa to show Ivici I was cool. And when I, when I finally got sober, I got, I felt 10 years old, older, but fuck it. It was something to do. That's so freaking. So yeah, it was so that's powerful. That's so cool. And man. just like his story, you know, like we can relate. I know you yeah. and I, you and I have calls like I've called you to talk me off the lip cleft like I don't even know how many times because this <laughs> industry is tough you know yeah this the for all these people for everyone out there who wants to do the, to do this 
you have to build another layer of skin. Mm-hmm. Like I've I've actually talked to uh, Eden about this. I got this actually from my uncle. It's called rhinoceros skin mm. because rhinoceros. And if you look up the uh, skin of a rhinoceros, it cannot be penetrated. It's very, very, very hard to penetrate that skin because this business will actually throw you through so many loops. Yep. Up and down and will test your patience in so many ways. But if you're really doing this for a, for a genuine reason, then you'll be fine. It's just, and also know the bumps make you stronger if you're willing to go through them because there's some hard bumps. Absolutely. Someone the other day, well said, by the way, someone the other day said to me, I was talking about just the trajectory of my career and how there's been so many highs and so many lows and mm-hmm. so many, you know, yeah, crazy but, but twists and but turns. But that's a career. Exactly. And they go, yo, nobody wants to ride a, a roller coaster that just doesn't go up and down. Nobody wants to, they said it better. They were like, nobody wants to ride a roller coaster that, man, how they say it? I'm screwing it up. But you get the image. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to ride like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a flat roller coaster. Yeah. You got to have the peaks and the valleys and the twists and the All turns. All about and the, peaks and valleys. Right. Like, yeah. It's just what makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. It's been so awesome having you. I'm going to take a couple fan questions, and then we're going to actually do the first ever Artist Arguing fan phone-in. We got a question here from Elsie Nicole 118 uh, Austin, do you have a main bitch, and do you have a side bitch? That is not a question. <laughs> yes, it is, because I get DM'd them, too. Look. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Austin, do you have a main bitch, and do you have a side bitch? <laughs> yeah. Number one, I don't have any bitch, because I don't call women bitches. I don't think that's good. She's a girl. I think she was just being sassy. I know. But I'm glad you said that. Thank I know, you. but, you know, if, in case my sisters listen, I have to. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, so you're single. I think it's a way yeah, of asking if yeah, you're single. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. This one was from um, the Prince underscore Zay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ask Austin when is he going to do a performance in Detroit? It's coming. It's coming. I'm, I'll be uh, my next shows. I'm going to announce soon uh, are going to be in in, in uh, NYC. Uh, I'll be announcing that shortly on my Instagram and Twitter and all that good stuff. And then from there we will move on to the next. Amazing. And this last question is from Beaton's Little Pony, and she wants to know um, who are your top three musicians that would be hashtag goals to work with. Oh, uh, that's a good one. My top three would have to be Herbie Hancock. I just want to pick his brain and sit in a room with him. Eddie Van Halen, another person. I love to pick his brain, sit in a room with him. And um, after that, Dr. Dre, sit in a room, pick his brain. Dope. Dope. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to take a phone call. We've never done this. Let's see how it goes. Okay. <laughs> Hello? Hi. Hey. Hi. Welcome to Artists Arguing. Who are we speaking to? I uh, was talking to Zay. Zay. Hey. Yeah, what? I was trying to call earlier, but uh, I guess the number didn't work. Hey, Zay. Yeah. <laughs> Way to call us out. Hey, Austin. <laughs> How are you? I am good. I was I was studying, but I figured, hey, why not call in? <laughs> well, called in, and we are here. How are, how are you doing? <laughs> I am doing great right now. I got a couple of questions for you. Okay. You can answer them for me. I can answer whatever you want. So, why don't you go ahead? Okay. Okay, this is my main question. I know I've been badgering you a lot about this, but when are you coming to Detroit to perform? I have been waiting so long to see you perform. Okay. All right. So, right. Zay, we touched on this. Yes. We are going to do... Uh, I know, but I didn't know you guys were live. So, so we're going to do a guitar and microphone. Uh, next is going to be 
New York. Might do Boston again, so I'm going to try to get my way around to doing De Detroit. And this will start in March is when I'm going to be doing shows again. So I will keep you posted. I promise you I will make it out to Detroit. Awesome. March is my birthday month, so that will be awesome if you... When's your birthday? Detroit. March 20th. Okay, okay. I'll keep that in mind. Awesome. Right, thank you. And also, um, when are you going to release your... I don't know if you did or not, but um, when are you going to release your song, Smile? I really I really love that song. That's a really good song. Oh, thank you. I haven't released it yet, but it's going to be coming out soon. I promise you that. Two promises. Coming to Detroit and Smile will be out. Uh, I'm going to start releasing new music within uh, these next couple months. Uh, Highway 85 is finally back up online with uh, like three new songs, I think we put on there. Four new songs. So I don't know if you heard those. Did you? No, I don't think I did yet. No, yeah, see, I, look at I, you. I see, asking for Smile, you haven't even heard the new other songs. Zay, you better I'm go sorry. You better go listen to those songs. Ooh, I see <laughs> hey, how it is. Man, I got priorities. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. So if you go, yeah, just go on Spotify or Apple. Do you use either one of those? Um, I kind of use Spotify, but um, I haven't really been using it that much. But um, I will definitely use it now since you got new songs on there. Uh -huh. I will definitely do that now. There you go. Go check it out. There's one called Peace. She, the intro. There's a few of them. Oh, oh yeah. I've heard Peace. Yes, yeah, and and then we could be's on there. So uh, I don't know if you've heard that one. That one, and yeah, and, I heard that one. And make sure you follow my girl Eden XO because uh, new stuff's coming out on her that uh, I helped out with. So a lot of new music in 2017. Yep. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. I can't. I'm a, I'm gonna go listen to it right now. I'm oh. gonna go listen to it right now. Thank See. You so much for accepting my call. Whoa, no, no problem. And thank you for the support. All right, Zay. Thanks for calling in. And uh. You're welcome. We'll talk to you thank soon. You. Bye. 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 Austin, thanks so much for being here. Eden, thank you for having me. You know I love you. I love you too. I can't wait for the world to hear all your new music. It's likewise. And the music you produce for me. I yes. can't wait. That's oh, we got another call. <laughs> let's take yeah, it. Yeah, let's Fuck take it. it. Hello? You're on live. How you doing, man? Who's this? This is Tony Brown, man. I'm actually Austin's cousin. <laughs> What's up, Tony? What's good, man? What? Hey, bro. Real why are you, call, why are you cousin, calling man. me? My, my dad is uh, actually is Andrew Brown, man. Wait a minute. So, you're, you're, so, Adri so you're Adrian's little brother. Uh, no, I'm, I'm Andrew's little brother. Adrian, yeah, Adrian's my half-sister, man. Yeah, so you would be her little brother. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> this is weird. I haven't talked to you in years, and now we're talking to you on... On the air. On the air, man. I, I seen you on uh, my girl, actually. She follows you on Twitter, man. And she was like, hey, Tony, like, call this number. Maybe maybe you'll get lucky. We're on our way to go see John Wick. And I was like, you know what, man? I'm going to give it a go. Yo, tell me how that is. I'm going to get off on air live. I'm going to talk to you right now so it's not on air. Stay online. Yeah. Just stay on, stay on hold, and we'll end it like this. Love, cuz. All right. All right. Well, that was cool. Maybe we'll do more calls in the future. That was fun. That was fun. Um, all right, you guys. Uh, thanks shout for listening. Shout out to Ryan. Yeah, shout out to Ryan. Thanks for listening to Artists Arguing. Don't forget to follow Austin and myself on social media. Don't forget to tweet us. Use the hashtag Artists Arguing. We want you to be involved in the conversation, involved in the argument. Pick sides. We like that.